You're listening to the Ladylike Podcast. Ladylike is the show where funny women tell disgusting stories. I'm your host, Jenna Gephardt. Our live story comes from Drew Lauren, and Drew told a drunken college story, talked about tampons, and talked about having OCD. This week, I called Jenny Mintz. Jenny is a writer and performer living in LA, and she told me about a mystery rash that she dealt with for over a year. Here's Jenny Mintz. This was definitely a good time to contact me about this. <laughs> I feel like I have acquired way too many stories recently that could be relevant. But, um, okay, one definitely came to mind. Uh, ladies, you <laughs> might want to change your underwear after this, and I don't mean in a good way. <laughs> um, okay. So, stories, there are many layers and steps to this story, but it starts back almost a year ago, last September, um, I noticed I was getting a little rash under (laughs) my left breast and even on my, yeah, and even on my back, it was like tan little patches. And this was like right when I turned 30 and, um, I don't know. It had been like a year since I came off the birth control pill. So by this point, too, I was sort of like used to weird things randomly happening to me. Yeah. Um, just like my body trying to recalibrate. <laughs> um, but so like, what is it this time? Um, so I was noticing this rash and I went to this dermatologist and she diagnosed it as a candida rash, which like, you know, I know most women are very familiar with yeast infections but this was like essentially coming out on my skin. I get well. That's what she said. That's what she said. Wait, an underbreast um, yeast infection? That's what she said. She said it was a yeah, like a candida infection wow. on my skin. Um, sorry, was that your question? Yeah. Okay. Keep going. <laughs> yeah. Um, okay, so she was like, oh, no biggie, like, this happens in the heat, or, you know, if you wear sports bras to work out or something, but I did have that patch on my back, and so she was like, no big deal, I'm going to give you this cream, and she gave me some, like, oral antifungals, like, fluconazole, or whatever it's called, she was like, you can take up to seven of these, um, and then she also gave me this shampoo I could use in the shower, um, and she was like, you know, you're going to get this on the run. It'll take like a week or two to go away. So like the next day or something was my friend's birthday pool party. And, um, I wore this pink bikini I've worn many times (laughs) and (laughs) I put, I put like the cream on luckily, luckily my bikini covered this. So you couldn't really see anything going on. That was weird. But so I put the cream on under the bikini and just kind of, like, tried to play it cool. Like, I knew I wasn't going to go in the pool. <laughs> I had, like, this, like, body yeast. Um, and, yeah. And I, so I was just like, do-do-do. Like, so, I'll just have another drink. Um, yeah, okay, also drinking is terrible with the yeast connection. But she was like, if you stick, yeah. She was like, if you stick to vodka, you're fine. Um. Wow, who is so, this doctor? Um, <laughs> wait, what? I said, who is this doctor? 
who is this doctor? It's We've prescribing been about, vodka to you. Talking about how I feel about most doctors these days <laughs> is like, I can't trust them. Um, so, okay, I'm at the pool party, and basically I start to notice that the rash is getting worse. And by worse, <laughs> it's getting, like, pink and blistery. Oh, God. And, yeah, and... Okay, oh my god, this story just has new steps, but I, I feel the need to mention that this pool party, this person's party who I went to also doesn't know all of this, so I feel like I'm finally going to be like, this is why I was weird. <laughs> um, but so, the party was all the way in Palm Springs, so I, which is like an hour and a half out of LA, and so I, I drove there, because I'm a very good friend. Um, <laughs> and so yeah so I start noticing that the rash is like getting angry and (laughs) I just had to come up with an excuse to leave like at an awkward time he's like I was literally supposed to sleep over there were rooms in the house and I was supposed to have a room in the house and I had to just like bail and I felt awful um so anyway I come back Luckily, okay, I hadn't had that much to drink because I knew that yeast, <laughs> the, a yeast infection doesn't go great with alcohol. <laughs> um, so I come back to LA, and that whole next week, I'm, like, applying the cream, taking the shower with the shampoo stuff, and I'd taken, like, one of those oral antifungals, and oh my god, <laughs> this rash got so bad as in I became a reptile (laughs) like it was okay so I throughout this next week um okay like it just kept getting progressively worse like very blistery and anytime I would put the medication on it it would just burn and um well, so I called the doctor's office, and I was explaining to them, like, look, I don't know what's happening. It's getting much worse. It's definitely not getting better. There are, like, blisters forming. And the nurse on the phone just said, she was, like, very dismissive and just said, like, oh, well, I'm sure the doctor wouldn't have prescribed anything that could harm you. Like, you're fine. <laughs> and so I just sort of was, like, okay. like, And then I was, you know, doing a bunch of research online and finding, like, little things here and there where I would say like um you know it gets a little worse before it gets better and I'm like okay but does it get like infinitely worse like this is an entirely different animal um so throughout this I had agreed to how such dogs sit for my friend and um while I was staying at her place just like it this rash got so unbelievably bad and um I ended up taking like all seven of the oral antifungals, <laughs> which also made my heart beat really fast. And it was just like, oh, so God. I was just kind of, yeah, I was like losing it. Um, and so I hadn't even mentioned that like the itching was so bad that I would literally just be up all night, like moaning from discomfort. Wait, um, how, how big is, like, the area of this rash? Okay. How big are we talking? Thank you so much for asking that. <laughs> I'm not there. But. Okay, so it was at this point, because it just kept getting worse. At this point, like, we'll say, it, at its worst, it was my breasts all the way down to, like, my, my belly button. And my, like, m- most of my back. 
oh, most God. of my back. Um, and it was blistering and like scaled over. Like I still remember standing in my friend's room shirtless <laughs> and just having this like insane moment where like I might as well have been in like a Spider-Man movie or something. <laughs> like I was turning into a lizard. Um, <laughs> and I didn't know what I was like putting coconut oil on it. Cause that's, you know, an antifungal. Meanwhile, I, I like, thought this was still the yeast. So I was like eating insanely healthy, like so LA, but like miserable. <laughs> um, yeah. So I just, I was just very traumatized by it. And then finally I go in for my follow-up to the doctors and she was like, we better. And I was like, are we better? And I I pulled up my shirt and was like, what is this? You whore. Yes, you fraud. Oh my God. So she was like, wow. She was like, this is something entirely different. She was like, you have contracted. She's like, somehow over the course of this week, you have contracted a terrible case of poison oak. Or poison ivy or something. And I was like, I never went on a hike. Like, what are you talking about? Um, And then she was like, I don't know. I mean, and she was inspecting me a bit and said, like, it the rash somewhat mimicked the shape of a shirt and she was like there must have been some poison ivy oil on a shirt you put on and I was like what and and then and then I was like okay I don't know like I just started house sitting for my friend's dogs like maybe they had it maybe I got it from the dogs but the timeline wasn't really working like making sense and I knew my friend didn't have it um so she prescribes me steroid cream which is like not even not good for you but whatever. <laughs> um so she yeah she gives me this and she's like okay put this on it should go away in like three days and you should be fine um so i go home i put it on over the course of the next few days this the inflammation and yes I do want to keep stressing like how goddamn itchy this thing was because it was the itchiest (laughs) thing I've ever I didn't even know itch was possible like this um like when I saw her I was so sleep deprived like I just looked like a crack at it um but so yeah the cream made the inflammation go down but I still was left with like a shit ton of pigmentation like, it just sort of made it subside, but it wasn't like, oh, my skin again. Um, and then, so this sort of went on. Like, I was kind of just, like, I would use, like, I, so I called the dermatologist and said, you know, okay, it's gone down, but I still have all this pigmentation. They just said, yeah, like, that's going to be there for a while. Um, and then I was noticing that the rash, the inflamed bumps were coming back, and I, told them like look the bumps are coming back it's it's not totally gone and then she was saying that can happen with poison ivy it can come back and all of this was just sounding so strange to me (laughs) um like who was left with all this pigmentation from a poison oak rash you know yeah i'm on the edge Um, of my seat to find out what happens here 
Wait, what? I said I'm on the edge of my seat to find the, to figure out the mystery of this weird okay. rash. <laughs> Good. Um, I know. I mean, it's not going to be great news, but oh. it, but it's very. It's something we can all avoid. Okay. Um. Okay. So, basically, I freaking battled this for months. Um, oh, like it kept coming back and. You don't even you don't want to use steroid cream like that much because it kind of like breaks down your skin barrier. And so I went to this other dermatologist, but I had been using it, it just you know was recurring. I went to the other dermatologist. He said the same thing, like, "Yeah, poison ivy. Uh, wait for the pigmentation to go down. Hopefully, it'll be gone by next summer." LOL. <laughs> and yeah, and I was like, "What?" Um, then I went to urgent care in my neighborhood, and okay, this was after I did some research, and I thought I had scabies, because it like wasn't going away, and I was like, is this motherfucking scabies? <laughs> I don't know if I can swear on here. <laughs> um, we'll permit, um, we'll perm- permit you one F-bomb. And so you've already used it, and you okay. can't use it anymore. Cool. Okay, good to know. So after this, you have to say fudge. So that is a, a box checked. You need to say fudge or frick after I this. I will move on from that. <laughs> Okay, got it, got it. You gotta keep it classy. Yeah. Um, There's kids listening. So. Just kidding. Right. Oh, God. super not. Oh, my God. If only. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, yeah, I would. I'm open to it. <laughs> good, good to know. Good to know. Um, so, I was then, I thought, like, you know what? Okay, this has got to be scabies. I didn't even really know what that was. It's mites inside of you. <laughs> Ew. Um, and it's very, yes, thank you I didn't know what it was either Mm um and it's also very itchy and so right then I slept that night being like great there are mites inside of me and I went to see this other woman she was not convinced that it was scabies but I was like I angry at this point I was like it's scabies (laughs) I just wanted to know what it was um to yeah, so she was kind of, like, we did not get along, me and this doctor. Um, <laughs> but, and she wanted me, she was like, have you eaten anything differently? I was like, no, actually, I've been eating really well. Um, I, whatever. I was like, I thought this was yeast. Like, I'm really tired of thinking about what I'm eating, actually. <laughs> um, so she prescribed me all this allergy medication. Um, and... I, t- I put the scabies cream on me. The scabies cream essentially did not work. Then, oh, yeah, I thought at one point I had an autoimmune disease to gluten, which apparently shows up, like, in your 20s or 30s and sounded similar to what I had. I was ignoring everything. I was going to this health food store in L.A. called Erwan. It's, like, very expensive. <laughs> but I was just asking the woman there, like, what can I do? Um and she was giving me liver capsules. She was like, just detox. Like, <laughs> she literally thought I should maybe starve myself to see what it was. <laughs> like, um, all of this was just, um, yeah, going on for months. Um, and then, okay, then come December, honestly, so this started at the, end of, at the end of September. So it's been a really fun year. Uh, <laughs> then, oh, my God. Come December, I was, like, just so fucking... Oh, my God. Oh, my God. I was so freaking done with this. <laughs> Sorry. Oh, gosh. Um, I was very... Yeah, I was, like, so fed up. So, anyway, I ended up in the ER. 
cut to the ER. Oh, God. And this woman thought it was my laundry detergent, and she didn't even actually look at the rash. Um, But so I was like, okay, well, the rash actually does, like, fully, it fully mimicked this bra that I always wore, my favorite bra. (laughs) But the main reason I hadn't even really thought about my bra much was because it was also, like, all on my back. So I was like, okay, it mimics my bra. Like, as in, I had straps of the rash. (laughs) Like, it mimicked the straps, yeah. Yeah, so I was like, okay, maybe it is my laundry detergent and it's just only affecting, like, my stomach and my back. I did everything. I used, like, different laundry detergent. I used only vinegar. It kept coming back. I finally went to that health food store again, Erwan, like, just losing my mind. And I happened to mention that my bra was Victoria's Secret. And thank God, the woman who had been helping me, like, what a godsend. (laughs) She was like, honey, I thought you might have said that. There's formaldehyde in their products. I got, and she would, she, he said she ended up getting really bad rash and showed me Jesus. all of these class action. What? That's fucking insane. Insane, girl. Okay, so I went, like, when it first came on, you know, I was, I'd been wearing that bra I always wear. That pink bikini I wore was a Victoria's Secret bikini. It was on my back because I often wore a Victoria's Secret night shirt. They weren't even, like, my favorite brand. My ex, Rick, you know him, got me a gift card every year for Valentine's Day. Oh, pervert. Feels just such a perv. But so I was wearing a night shirt every night. That I was, like, that's why I was, like, I was moaning, itching every night. Oh, my God. And, yes. And so I went home and put all my Victoria's Secret stuff in a bag, stopped wearing all the products, and it finally went away. Oh, my God. I know. Are you, yeah, they owe you fucking money. Oh, my God, girl. You, if you research it, there's actually a lot online. There are many class action lawsuits. Obviously, literally, like, no woman has been helped. You need um, to get in one of I those, too. I need what? You need to get... Do you have, like, pictures of the rash? I do. I don't even think I have it. I don't even think I have them when it was the worst. But I do have pictures. And I specifically didn't throw away the my belongings um, just, like, for evidence purposes. But, yeah, yeah, I do have pictures. And I think mine was even, like, much worse than most people's, because, uh, no, but, because I was wearing a shirt that was also affecting, it wasn't just my bra, God. um, but yeah, like, the rash was literally in this, that's why when she mentioned the laundry detergent, I was like, wait a minute, because I, it really made me notice, like, how exact the rash mimics the one bra I wore, oh my god, and yeah, that was all my underwear was Victoria's Secret, um, and, and the thing is, is you can, like, wear the same, because I've had that bra for years, and I've worn the baby, bathing suit numerous times, like, you can wear the same product for numerous years without being affected, and then, like, one day, it can turn on you. That or, is insane. You know, yeah. Yeah. So, that's my story. <laughs> <laughs> so, Victoria's um, Secret is 
formaldehyde. <laughs> Their secret is formaldehyde. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> live show we put out slips of paper for the audience to write down their own disgusting ladylike stories and these are some of the stories and so here they are i'm gonna read them okay it says did drunken anal sex dot 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 which led to a little pain shitting which led to not being able to walk because of the pain of my butt rubbing on my swollen asshole Turns out I got an anal abscess and did not learn this until it exploded during the night all over myself and my bed sheets. Ooh. Oof, that is gnarly. I just don't know if it was worth it. Huh? <laughs> yeah. Uh, you know, I've never yeah, done it. I mean, I feel like, you know, you're taking a risk back there. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I do think you have. To, you really need to know what you're doing. Um, you don't want a student driver at the helm. <laughs> for, no, no, that's that type for sure. <laughs> Is an abscess like a cyst, sort of? Um, well, okay, wait. I think, I think that's when, like, part of your colon or whatever, or your rectum, like, comes out. Like, um, or wait, I guess I'm describing a hemorrhoid. I'm not really sure what it is, to be honest. I feel like they're related. Yeah. Or maybe, like, it's a hemorrhoid when it's on the outside and an, an abscess on the inside or something. Oh, well, it sounds really painful. I don't want it. Yeah, either way. <laughs> yeah, either way, you know. Not great. Not in a hurry. <laughs> I'm not in a hurry, so we can put that out there. Um, okay, here's another one. My first boyfriend and I used to pride ourselves on being really gross. Once when we were okay. teens... <laughs> yeah, okay, strap in. Um... <laughs> Once when we were teens, we got drunk at the beach and tried seeing how far we could get our tongues down each other's throats. While doing this, uh, at Oak Street Beach, his tongue hit the back of my throat and I felt my stomach churn. He'd hit just the right spot to cause me to gag and I briefly threw up in his mouth. The end. <laughs> oh my god. Well, it sounds like that might have been a turn-on for them. <laughs> oh, the... Hitting the jackpot there. My high school uh, boyfriend, uh, he didn't puke in my mouth. He burped in my mouth, and that was bad enough. What? It was definitely an accident. We were making out, and it was like, I guess we were not the place in our relationship where you could say, oh, excuse me, I need to burp, so let's stop making out. So he just kept making yeah. out of me, and we, like, passed the burp back and forth. It was horrendous. Sounds hot. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I guess I haven't had an experience quite like that, um... But, I mean, I know, I feel like this is a thing that people do, but I know of this couple in high school that used to pee on each other. Oh. Well, that you know? is like a kink, right? <laughs> yeah. That's, um, you know, whatever floats your boat, I guess. Yeah. Pee, I think I could be open to peeing. I could yeah, pee on somebody. Things. If they I mean, wanted me to do I, that, I could do that. <laughs> Wait, what? I said, if somebody wanted me to pee on them, I could definitely do that. I, I, don't I think, could do that, too. Yeah. Yeah. Just a nice little golden shower. Yeah. <laughs> and I'm not, yeah, I'm not shy. I can really pee pretty much anywhere. Not to okay, brag. that's amazing, <laughs> and I'm very jealous. My bladder has gotten increasingly shy. I have to, I have to, like, really need to go to just go really easily in front of someone, which is, I don't know, I feel like... I'm hoping it'll get better again because it's gotten worse over the years. Um, 
I also, okay, not to like completely divert, but I have a bladder so similar to Neve's. Oh, yeah. Um, the size yeah, of a symbol. I listened to her, her first episode earlier today. It was making me crack up. Um, mainly because I could just relate to her tiny bladder so much. I mean, you have to plan your day around it. It's like it's <laughs> awful. Like what she was saying about having like a pump, like how you'll go, but it's like the it's like one of twenty. Yeah. <laughs> like, like you know, yeah. Like it doesn't mean you're not going to need to go in five minutes or thirty seconds. <laughs> um, it sucks. Anyway. Here's to peeing on each other. Um, Okay, well, I have one more story. And this one's kind of... This is a longer one. Okay. One of the first months I had my period, like 12 years old, I was on a road trip to Bloomington, Illinois, with my family. Uh, I was really embarrassed about having my period and didn't want my older sister to know. When we got to Bloomington, we checked into a hotel room and... When I went to the bathroom, I noticed the pad was soaked with blood and pee. (laughs) This is a parenthesis. I was terrified of peeing on my period because the blood scared me. (laughs) She's pissing her pants. That's adorable. Not wanting my sister to see the pad in the trash, I stuck it in one of the hotel drawers that stored extra blankets. I think about the person who had to find that special surprise to this day, and I feel really bad about it. Oh my god. The things that we do. I know. And it's, yeah, it's like it does feel like the end of the world when you're 12. Like, Oh yeah. I mean, and that's. That is on the younger side. I think my sister got hers when she was 11, like super young. Wait, but how old are and you? I, you guys are twins. Yes. I was closer. <laughs> I was closer to 13 when I got mine. Wow. <laughs> I mean, she developed breasts earlier on. She developed physically faster than me. Um, Certainly not mentally, definitely. (laughs) Uh, I was, like, already 14. When did you get yours? 14. I was a a pretty late bloomer. I was, like, about to go into high school, and I finally got it. Uh, Night. Okay. Yeah. I think I was 13, but there's, I know it's really bad, but I'm unsure. I think I was 13, but probably close to 14. Yeah. If it was. I remember because I was like waiting for it. Every, like everybody else had theirs, and I was like, I was like, when is this thing going to turn on? <laughs> yeah. 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 Oh my gosh. I remember because I would read those, you know, books about your body when you were younger. Yeah. Like, <laughs> Sleepovers, even that was like part of what we do. We just like read up on menstruation and stuff. <laughs> and I remember reading that if you okay, I'll be, this is like goes back to my bladder. But if you have to pee a lot, it can mean that you're about to get it. Do you remember? I remember being in like fourth grade on a field trip in Sacramento, and I was really close with this boy. And I like, I remember I, I had to pee even more. I, I don't think my bladder was that bad when I was young, but I was just having to pee a lot and I was telling him like, oh I have pee a lot <laughs> like, <laughs> almost like it was like this sexy connection with him like I might be getting my period <laughs> pretty soon you can get me pregnant <laughs> no exactly but don't. Like, in fourth grade. <laughs> but don't do it and you can't touch me <laughs> <laughs> yeah. 
Our live story comes from Drew Lauren. Um, Drew has a podcast called Doing Time, and this was recorded in October of 2018. Here's Drew Lauren. It sort of revolves around me going into like different bathrooms every day, you know, like the public restrooms. Because like I could go to McDonald's or like a like a Walgreens bathrooms that like fits the vibe going diary on there, you know? But like if I go to a Starbucks, I'll just shit in someone's frappuccino, so I don't know, uh, sort of how it works. Uh, I am not gonna be telling stories about shit because um, that is an everyday experience for me, so. That happens to me every day, yeah. Uh, I have experience with preparation age, so I get it. Uh, so the first story I'm gonna tell, um, I have this one, when I, I am still in college, but I went to a different school in Colorado for about two years, and um, I had this one friend that kind of like got drunker than everybody else, so like every time we would go out, we always knew like the rest of our night was revolving around taking care of him, I'm sure you guys have friends like this, uh, and so uh, we went out, we went to the bars, and uh, we were drinking, having a good time, and so I was like, well, let's just get food, you know, to like sober him up, because like this always happens, right? So we go to this place called Fat Shack. It's like the best place ever. It's like, it's disgusting if you're sober. It's like, you get sandwiches with like onion rings, chicken fingers, and mozzarella, like in one sandwich. Like it's, it's amazing if you're drunk, but if you're sober, it's like, why would you do that to yourself, you know? Uh, so I was enjoying it, I was eating it, right? And all of a sudden, my friend Ryan, the guy who gets really drunk, he stands up and he starts like undoing his belt, you know? So we're like, all right, what, like what's going on, right? So my friend Katie, uh, my roommate, she was like, all right, Ryan, like put your belt away, right? So uh, he doesn't, uh, <laughs> takes it off, you know, undoes his fly and uh, his dick's just out. So we're like, all right, what, like what the fuck is going on, right? Uh, he starts peeing in the restaurant, yeah. <laughs> all over me, all over my jeans, uh, these are them. Uh, <laughs> Not gonna lie, uh, I washed them. Uh, so yeah, he peed all over me, and I was like, dude, like, uh, turns me on, but like not in public. You know what I mean? Get out of there. Uh, yeah, he ended up going to the hospital last or that night. Uh, it's a true story. Um, uh, the next story. So I used to, I used to dive. I dove in high school, and I dove in college. And uh, in high school, uh, I had my period one day. Uh, and so I put in a tampon, went into practice, and the worst part about diving, uh, like when you have your period, is that like you never want your string hanging out and people see it, right? So like, I made sure, you know, it was uh, <laughs> nice and secure. Uh, <laughs> and uh, I went to practice, came out, and uh, couldn't find it, right? So like, you ever, I don't know if this is relatable, but does any ladies, like, you, when you put in a tampon, you can't find it, you're like, well, maybe I just didn't put one in. You know what I mean? Like, maybe I just forgot. I don't know if that's relatable. Um, so I thought that, right? And then I went home and I thought about it. I was like, I definitely put one in, right? So I like told my mom and she was like, well, just like put like, she's like, just put on a glove. Like just, just, put, like, just fish up there for a little bit, you know? So I put on a glove, I, uh, I go to work uh, <laughs> and uh, I was fishing around like a dog for gold. You know what I mean? Like I was just getting heavy in there and uh, I never found the tampon. I never pulled out the tampon. Yeah. I pulled out two tampons. Uh, yeah, that was a good experience. I so far up, I found leftovers. You know what I mean? Pretty great. Uh, um, yeah, sometimes leftovers are better than I stay, you know? So you never know. Uh, it was okay. I did not get toxic shock syndrome. Um, what else? Here, I'll tell you this. Uh, I have horrible OCD. Does anybody know what that is? Yeah, hell yeah. 
Uh, also known as obsessive compulsive disorder. Uh, yeah, I have pretty horrible OCD. No, no, sorry. I have horrible OCD. I have horrible OCD. No, I have horrible OCD. Okay, thank you. Uh, my number is three. Uh, if you can catch that. Um, having OCD is pretty hard because I gotta like count things three times or like tap things three times, you know, or like come three times. It's just not. I have to come three times more than the average woman, and zero times three is still zero. You know what I mean? So it's pretty hard. Um, my dog uh, recently got diagnosed with canine compulsive disorder. Yeah, yeah. Dogs are like their owners, okay? Uh, and uh, my dog was really weird because he would lick things, like he would lick the couch and like my shoes all the time and like my pussy. So it's just, you know what I mean, his number was like way higher than three, so it was awesome. Um, I, uh, next are, oh, I, when I was younger, um, I was probably like in middle school, uh, and I was uh, Jane off uh, <laughs> on the couch, and uh, I uh, I uh, I came, but I got the sensation so mixed up that I peed all over on the couch. <laughs> yeah, uh, Tom scared me so much I peed myself. So, you know, I don't know. Uh, and so I was like, all right, well, like let's just, you know, I'm like water evaporates, right? Like it's just gonna like go away. And then my mom like walked in the room later on and she was like, well, what happened? She's like, what happened to the, and I looked at the dog. I was like, I, you, you take one for the team at this point. I, so the dog, uh, I blamed it on my dog. Uh, so that was uh, an interesting one. Um, I, uh, what else? Um, I, when I was younger, I like, you know like when you're younger and you're like, I would never give a blowjob, right? You're like, that's disgusting. Like, putting a, like I would never do that. Uh, yeah, so uh, I was giving a blowjob to somebody recently. Uh, and uh, it was like, I was at this guy's house and I had to go to a concert. So I was like, we'll just, I'll just, it'll be quick, right? So did it. Uh, he, uh, how do I say this uh, lightly? Um, he uh, came on my face. Uh, <laughs> heard it's better than avocado masks, so you know, um, it's healthier. Good for the skin. Uh, and so me and my friend, we like took an Uber, went to the concert, and uh, she was like, dude, there's something in your hair. And I was like, yeah. <laughs> I was like, well, it's definitely not a pop glow stick from this concert. Uh, definitely not. Uh, <laughs> And uh, my friend, the whole way home, picked cum out of my hair. So. <laughs> That's a real friend. That is a real good friend. Um, actually uh, lied. Uh, I actually can't suck dick. Give it up. Uh, <laughs> thank you. Uh, it's not because I'm like a naggy Jewish woman, you know? I'm like, is it clean, cotton, kosher? Um, it's because I have a nut allergy, so I can't really risk uh, cross-contamination. Yeah, um, all right, uh, I think that's, uh, I'll leave with you with this. Uh, I'm assuming we're all ladies. Clap it up, ladies, for being here. Oh, yeah. Uh, I was hooking up with somebody recently. They had a pretty small penis. Uh, I don't know if this is relatable, but you ever look at a small penis and think, does this work like a chia pet, you know? Like, once we get this wet, we'll it grow bigger than expected. <laughs> doesn't, but the thought is exciting. Uh, all right, I'm Drew Warren. Thank you. You've been listening to the Ladylike Podcast. I've been here with Jenny Mintz. I did make a web series a couple years. I 
done with it now, but I made it a couple years ago. It's called Making It, um, not to be confused with Amy Poehler and Nick Offerman show. But if you search Making It web series on Instagram, you can find all the episodes. So the other thing I said is I've been working on a feature comedy for a while, and um, it's inspired by my experience in Wisconsin, also in L.A. Um, it's called Pinned. So just keep an ear out for that one because hopefully you'll be seen on the big screen in a couple of years. I'm Jenna Gephardt, and this podcast has been produced by me. If you'd like to check out our live show, it happens every third Monday of the month at Cafe Mustache in Logan Square. The live show is produced by myself, Lucia Whalen, and Elise Fernandez. And the theme song is from Natalie Grace Alford. Check us out on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter, and please rate and subscribe to this podcast, and we'll see you next week.